0: You're listening to Fantasy Nightcap, a Fantasy Football Astronauts production, with your hosts, Fox and Shane. Welcome into the Fantasy Nightcap. Grab a drink, kick back, and relax. I'll be your bartender for the night, Fox. And with me once again, finally reunited, and it feels so good, is my regular Shane. How you been, man?
1: I'm back! I'm good, brother. Been packing up the house and selling stuff um, so we don't have to move it with us two states away, Um, but I'm good. Um, Ready to get this move done. But uh, happy to be back, for sure.
0: Absolutely. I missed you.
1: I missed you, too. But All right, uh, are, our, our buddy Nick did a, a swell job.
0: Yes, he did. And it was, it was nice to finally actually get to have him on and talk to him for a little bit. Yeah. And hopefully he'll join me next week, since you're out again, because yep. you're actually moving.
1: Yes. I will be in the great state of South Carolina well. starting next week.
0: Yes, and I think after that we'll be back to normal for the foreseeable future. Yes, sir. Awesome. What are you drinking tonight?
1: A good old Bud Light. Nice. What about you?
0: Going back to the Bullet Bourbon. Very nice. I needed something to soothe my throat a little bit, and whiskey always makes it feel better.
1: Yes, sir. That Bullet is one of my stepdad's favorites. Um, his uh, signature drink that my mom makes for him is a BLT—bourbon, lemon, and tonic—and it is so good.
0: Really? Yeah. I don't think I've ever had tonic and bourbon together.
1: Yep, bourbon, lemon, tonic, and some bitters, and it'll it'll do you right. And she makes a killer one, so shout out to you, mom.
0: Nice. <laughs> I do love bitters, so I guess that would be that would be something I'd want to try. I keep it simple with the whiskey, but that does sound good.
1: Yep, yeah, we're actually eating dinner over there tomorrow, and I'm thinking I might have one now. <laughs> nice.
0: All right, you ready to get into it?
1: Let's do it.
0: All right, we'll kick it off with our top-shelf sh- performances of the week. Uh, we'll start off with the quarterbacks, and leading the way is Patrick Mahomes, 416 yards and five touchdowns. Kind of uh, par for the course there.
1: Yeah, pretty much. I don't know what else you can say. I mean, the man threw an underhand touchdown, so I don't know if we <laughs> can count that one, um, but it was a pretty nice play call, um, if I do say so myself. So, um, And considering I own him in a bunch of places, I really enjoy that performance and giving us a top-shelf performance.
0: Absolutely. Uh, next is Russell Wilson, who pretty much is on this list almost every week, 261 yeah. and four touchdowns. Still looks good
1: every freaking week. I mean, yeah, there's a we got another one coming up, and in, in two players who it's between those two for MVP, in my mind. Um, if Wilson keeps up this pace, I almost feel like he's gonna run away with it. Um, but the person that we have coming up in a couple is, is still holding neck and neck with them, to be in my opinion. So we'll talk about that in just a second.
0: Are we talking fantasy MVP or actual league actual, MVP? Actual league MVP. I gotcha. Would he be your fantasy MVP right now?
1: Um, That's a good, yeah, probably.
0: Just uh, with the consistency week in and week out?
1: Yeah, the only – I think I might actually consider Devontae for it, even though he missed a couple games because he was hurt. But the Devontae Adams has been balling out too, so it'd probably be between the, the two of them if I had to pick a fantasy MVP.
0: Yeah, I can't argue with you on either of those. Uh, next is Phillip Rivers, another solid game. Uh, 262, three touchdowns. But he does have the Ravens defense next week, so you're not playing him. No, absolutely not. Um,
1: They're going to – I mean, it's old man Phil. I love old man Phil. He's got 14 kids, um, <laughs> and he's he's awesome. But the Ravens' defense is, is nasty. They just got beat by the Steelers. I have a feeling that they are going to want to get revenge, and the Colts are going to suffer for it.
0: Yeah, I agree. Uh, next is Aaron Rodgers, 291, three touchdowns all to Adams he's been lights out
1: yeah he's my other consideration for NFL MVP Um, yeah with the way he's been playing this year I kind of foresaw it coming because of the like I'm a Packers fan so I was like okay they drafted his replacement they drafted Aaron Jones replacement and then their Mm -hmm. third round pick like they haven't had any production out of their first three picks in the draft so screw you Green Bay front office I don't understand what you were thinking but all offseason after the draft, I was like, Aaron Rodgers is basically going to throw to Aaron Jones and Devontae Adams all season long and come out with a vengeance and just be like, you guys want to replace me? Try. And that's what's been happening.
0: Yeah, I'm all I'm all for it. I've got him in a couple leagues and i got Adams all over the place. So if that's what he's going to continue to do, I am all about it.
1: Yeah, there's uh, one league where, and you and I have talked about it before on here, I think, where I actually have a... a It's a super flex league. I have a stack of Mahomes and Tyreek Hill and Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams. It's filthy.
0: I would say so. That would make me happy. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, that's nice. Um, Now I'm going to go into running backs. Let's do it. um, And leading the way by almost 20 points, I think, compared to the next player. Dalvin Cook with one sixty three, three touchdowns, another sixty three through the air, and a touchdown. Yeah, dude was unstoppable and looked amazing.
1: Yeah, um, I, I, I mean, he embarrassed the Packers single handedly. Like, yeah, um, like golf clap for you. Like, I don't know if y'all can hear this, but I'm clapping for you, Dalvin <laughs> Cook. Um, that was that was impressive, sir. Um. And as one of your biggest doubters in the offseason, because I didn't trust you to not get hurt again, well done. Well done.
0: Absolutely. And what a way to bounce back from being injured to come back and do this was impressive. Absolutely. Next we have Alvin Kamara, 67 rush yards, but, again, doing it through the air, nine receptions and 96 yards. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um there were running back to consider for fantasy MVP, I would go with him potentially just because he's been so consistent pretty much all year. Like I think Scott Fishbowl, I've got him in. Well, I know in Scott Fishbowl I've got him, but I think in Scott Fishbowl he's averaging probably 20 points a game um, thereabouts, and uh, he's just been steady Eddie.
0: Yeah, and he's one of the guys that, during the off season, I didn't think would be doing what he's doing. So I'm impressed so far, and I will definitely eat my words on that one. (laughs) And last on this one is DJ Dallas. He only had 41 yards, but he ended the day with two touchdowns and was a great plug-and-play if you had him.
1: Yeah. Um, Shout-out to Garrett Price of the Dynasty Nerds for pointing this guy out to me. Um, in the off offseason, um, I don't have enough shares of him. I think he's got some, some real potential going forward, um, and he's actually sitting on my bench and Scott Fishbowl, and I'm a little disappointed by that. But um, dude is pretty nice, and I think he's going to continue. Like, if he can keep getting touches, he'll continue to produce. So we'll see what the Seahawks do with that situation.
0: I mean, if Carson's back next week, he's not in the lineup, is he? I, no. Okay.
1: Not for me at least.
0: Oh, we do have one more here with, uh, Naeem Hines, his, his fantastic eight rush yards, Woohoo! <laughs> but he got it done through the air with two reception touchdowns. Yep. And I mean, this was Wilkins and Hines. I, I don't see this as a, as a repeatable thing. It's,
1: I just don't get what the Colts are doing, and you and I talked about this a little bit off. Yeah,
0: it's confusing to me. I don't get it.
1: Because <laughs> Jonathan Taylor is so so talented, um, but
0: well, I know, I know it came out later that he did he was banged thing. up, but yeah. I mean, it's been like this pretty much the whole season, so it can be an excuse this week. But I'm not, I'm not thrilled with his usage, but. We'll get to that later. Yeah, for sure. And then for receivers, DK Metcalf, nice bounce back here with 161 and two touchdowns on 12 receptions. So they were looking for him this week.
1: Yeah, I think it was on Sunday Night Football before the game. They were talking about how somebody said they didn't get him involved last week enough, and the Seahawks hurt him, and so they got him involved this week. <laughs>
0: Yeah, they definitely did. Um, Adams, we talked about him earlier, 53 yards. All three touchdowns went to him. Mm-hmm. I mean, since he's been back, he's just been
1: on, a tear. on fire. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I love it. I, he was one person in the offseason that I tried to draft or acquire um, in leagues that I knew I was going to be contending in because um, I just didn't have enough of them and that's paying off.
0: No, and the next guy on this list is the one I have. I mean, shares all over, mm-hmm. and it's been paying off, is Robert Woods, 85 yards, a rushing touchdown, and a reception touchdown.
1: The rushing touchdown Goff- was a really nice play.
0: I yes. I saw it. I did. I did. That was very nice. And kind of seemed like for a little while he was the only thing besides Cup that made this offense look like they were competent at all. I mean, Goff was awful.
1: He was golfful.
0: <laughs> I will. I will drink to that.
1: <laughs> Cheers.
0: <laughs> yeah, that was bad. Uh, and then it's a kind of a surprise on this one. Is Corey Davis 128 and a touchdown? He's looked good this season. Mm-hmm. Yes, he has. I have him in a few places, and I wish I had him in more. I mean, he's kind of floated some of my teams that have hit been hit with injuries, but I've been impressed.
1: Yeah, um, I'm actually trying to see if I can sell high on him right now. Um, I think he's good enough to continue to, to produce like this, and if Tennessee's offense continues to maintain um, their pace, then I don't foresee why it can't be Corey Davis and A.G. Brown or – Corey Davis, A.J. Brown, and John New Smith, even though John New didn't have a great game. Um, yeah. But, yeah, I, I don't foresee – or don't see why it can't be all three or this offense can't have enough plays run for it to be balanced and for multiple people to have fantasy relevance other than just A.J. Brown and Derrick Henry.
0: Yeah, for sure. And then going into tight ends, it was pretty much Travis Kelsey. Yeah. 109 and a touchdown. He just continues to be – the guy you drafted.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I
0: mean, there's not much to say there. Uh,
1: I think it was, uh, Ray Garvin, um, good old Ray GQ that tweeted out that the tight end position is so brutal, but somehow Kelsey has not missed a game in seven years. Wow. So you're, if you drafted Kelsey, you're getting constant steady production. Um, Even though they have Tyreek, I feel like Kelsey is probably technically the wide receiver one as the tight end, um, just because he's so steady um, and so athletic and can do so much for you.
0: Absolutely. I mean, Cook had a decent game, 51 yards and a touchdown. Ebron, 48 yards and a touchdown. But, I mean, it's really Travis Kelsey and that's it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Cook's touchdown catch was pretty nice. I saw the replay of that. Um, and I was It was, yes.
0: Yeah, I mean, and that's kind of what you're looking for with them is just touchdown upside guys. Mm-hmm. Now for our flat performances, start off with Josh Allen, 154, one interception, but he did have a rushing touchdown to kind of salvage your day a little bit. Mm-hmm. I mean, i he's been on a slide a little bit here, but this one I kind of chalk up more to the weather.
1: Yeah, the weather there was terrible. Um, same with, uh, we've got Kareem Hunt on this list. The weather in Cleveland, Buffalo, and there was one other game. I can't remember what it was, but the weather was just awful. Um, yeah. So, like in DFS, I avoided all Raiders and, and Browns and Bills if I could. Um, yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, I would chalk this up to weather. And Allen had uh, a really easy first game like four or five games of the schedule and then now it's gotten a little tougher so i figure as it kind of evens out he'll probably still i mean he's still going to get you what you drafted for
0: for sure next is lamar jackson 208 two touchdowns two interceptions and honestly without his rushing this day looks even worse
1: yeah for sure um but that Steelers defense is nasty um
0: but he's not that good. <laughs> I, I, not- I feel like I'm alone on this island, but I don't think he's that good. And I- he he hasn't been all season. Like, yeah, the the Steelers defense, but this is constant in and out for him. And I, I just don't get why people still think he's fantastic. If he didn't rush, he's trash.
1: Yeah, I'm not even going to really argue with that because um, Dom... FFL is a good friend of mine, and he talked about it in the offseason. Lamar Jackson last year was uber-efficient. Like, his touchdown rate was unsustainable this year. So even if he comes down a little bit, which he has, he's not going to be your QB2 again, even with the rushing floor. And I I think with some of the the pressures and and whatnot that – I know Pittsburgh can put on people because I watched them do it to Baker um, and to other, like they've done it to everybody. Their defense is good. Um, it's going to make even the best of QBs look good, or even average. Like Lamar's accuracy is probably considered average at best. Um, yeah, they're going to make him look worse. So, yeah, for sure. Um, but no, I totally hear you. Like I, I didn't draft him. If I had the chance to, because I didn't think based off of what Dom said that with his efficiencies, like I wasn't gonna test that and hope that he got, he was no, still maintained that efficiency to get QB two numbers. No QB two is his ceiling. Yeah, but his floor is probably something more like this game.
0: Right. I mean, I I've told you guys, and I'll I'll say it here. <laughs> I honestly think he's just a glorified RG three.
1: Yeah,
0: and I don't think he's. I think this is what the norm is going to be for him. I I think he's a waste to draft in early rounds. Like I'd say round eight is where I might consider him for next year, and even then, I don't want anything to do with him. I don't yeah. think he's a good passer. You know, I, I think he's a one trick pony, and teams are finally figuring it out. Like yeah, he's still getting some of the rush yardage, but you get pressure on him and he just falls apart. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't, I don't get it, and I don't want it. Yeah. But that's my rant. Argue.
1: I know you're good. <laughs> I, I'm not going to argue with you either. Um, he's not someone that I tried to acquire in the off season. And Definitely I, not. No. I, I went from one dynasty league, and like three or four redraft leagues to 16 total leagues. And I don't think I own a share of him.
0: No, neither do I. And I don't think I ever will. So,
1: all right. Enough of the Lamar yeah. Jackson um, <laughs> crap show. <laughs> yeah. Real what, quick.
0: We already touched on Jared Goff. Um, what I find this...
1: funny is that the next two flat performances were the one and two overall picks in their respective draft. Yes. In NFL.
0: <laughs> yeah. We, we touched on Goff. Um, Carson Wentz is here, 123, two touchdowns, two interceptions, two fumbles. He's trash.
1: And the Cowboys still lost to this.
0: Yeah. (gasps) Yeah, that's what made it hurt even more is just watching it was just so bad. Dude, he got And then knowing we were going to lose. I mean, it was nice to finally see them – It was nice to see them getting the pressure. Yeah. Yeah. It it was – He's bad, and yet he still gets more credit, and I'm tired of seeing it, especially as, like, yeah. comparing him to Dak, which they should never be spoken in the same sentence together. No, but because that's...
1: they both have makeshift offensive lines this year, and Dak was, before he got hurt, was putting up 450 yards a game, yeah. and Wentz is putting up this.
0: Wentz so. finally just passed him in yards.
1: Yeah, and he's so been out for a, three weeks now, two and a half weeks.
0: Yeah so yeah uh, going to uh running backs now cream hunt 66 yards I mean this game just seemed like it was gotten away from everyone except for Jacobs yeah. on the other side of the ball but
1: yeah it was gross not a,
0: not a good game for the Browns
1: I'm chalking that up to weather uh, yeah no they're like I'm not even worried about it
0: yeah. Um, and then Mike, and
1: they're, they're on bye this week so yeah. everyone will have a chance to get healthy. I think Chubb might be back after the bye. So they'll yeah, be able so to get back, they'll get back rolling, I think. Um and I mean really their their losses have all been to playoff caliber teams in my opinion. So I'm I'm good with that as a fan of them.
0: Yeah, and then Mike Davis 66 yards, only targeted or only one reception in this game. I mean, it doesn't matter now cuz McCaffrey will be back, but yeah. you were kind of hoping for more, especially in this game.
1: Yeah, yeah, I was, especially in Scott Fishbowl. Thanks, Mike Davis.
0: Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, Zeke next, 63 yards, just useless in the passing game. I don't know if I should be worried or if this is just the way the offense is going, but well, I you thought he'd be the one that man. stepped up. <laughs>
1: I really just think it's 2020. Their offensive line sucks. Their QB is hurt. Their backup QB was hurt. Um, I don't know. I'm I'm probably not as concerned as I should be, but yeah. I'm, I'm not worried about it. Zeke's still a, a generational talent, in my opinion. And uh,
0: I have he, an eyebrow raised, redraft-wise, but Dynasty, you're definitely not yeah. freaking out. Um, Jonathan Taylor is next on this one, only 22 yards. They said he was hurt, but as our our good friend Nick Sarnelli pointed out, he only has 15-plus carries in two games this year. Which makes so,
1: zero sense. Less than yeah. zero sense. Why yeah. do you draft him in the second round if you're only going to do that with him? doesn't make a – and and uh, Marlon Mack got hurt. Like, this should be the Jonathan Taylor show every single week, and it's not. So I don't know what they're I,
0: doing. Yeah, I don't get it either. Um Receivers DJ Moore fifty five yards, and that came at the end of the game. Mm -hmm. I mean, he was the first target, so I thought we were going to have a DJ Moore game, and I mean that the the whole offense just looked bad. But I kind of expected more here. Yeah, Um,
1: I'm getting a little worried about DJ Moore. Um, Yes. I'm not sure if Teddy's going to be a long-term solution, though, so I wouldn't be too worried because DJ Moore is still pretty young still. But I'm getting a little worried about him.
0: Yeah, I would agree. Next is Hollywood Brown. One reception, three yards. Got you the touchdown, but on three yards, that's not going to do much for you. I, I don't chalk this up to the game. I chalk this up to he has a quarterback who is not accurate. Yeah. So I don't want a piece of Brown. I would be worried and looking to sell. I'm a little concerned. Um, I would wait until he's got a solid game, and I would try and get rid of him.
1: Yeah, and I mean, he only had two targets, too.
0: So. Yeah. Um, and expressed his frustration today. Oh, did he? He did, and then he deleted his tweet. <laughs> Ooh, yeah, yeah. Which I don't, I don't blame him, but. When you got a quarterback who overthrows you on so many throws, yeah, I'd be a little frustrated too.
1: Yeah, I expect to see the same thing from Darius Slayton pretty soon.
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: that's the yeah. frustrating part with Slayton, and he's not on here because he had a pretty average game for fantasy purposes. Yeah, but if he had a QB, he'd be so damn good.
0: I know, it's, it's a bummer. Getting,
1: he's getting the targets.
0: But well he got he he had a wide open one that Jones just missed him on tonight and it was just it's sad to see this talent wasted yeah
1: I'm you I mean I'm used to getting wasted because I mean it was wasted at Auburn that's why he was a fifth round pick um, and I was tweeting back and forth with somebody today and I was like blaming it on Gus Malzon, sorry I'm getting way too into college football here but whatever um and I was blaming it on Malzahn and he was like well they're using him similar to how Malzahn used him and Malzahn knew how to use him but his quarterback didn't wasn't able to get right. the ball to him and I was like well then nothing has really changed and I still blame that on Malzahn from a college perspective because Malzahn can't develop a quarterback so all right there's my rant yeah <laughs>
0: Run down the rest of this real quick. Lockett, 33 yards. Just real quick, you worried or no?
1: No, it's going to be Lockett one week, D- DK the next yeah.
0: week. Thielen, 26 yards. This I chalk up to Cook's game and the weather.
1: Yeah, Cook just eight and eight and 8 I'm not worried about it. Um...
0: Hunter Henry, 33 yards. You worried? Mm,
1: kind of. Herbert hasn't really seemed to like to target him. No, not um, at all. So, with that stack team that you and I were talking about earlier, I am looking to improve yeah. my tight end because he is my tight end. But um, ah. I mean, I think he's a he's okay. He's going to get you probably eight nine points a game, but not much more unless he yeah. catches a touchdown, which hasn't seemed to happen much. So, no. um, But I'm not I'm not super worried about that.
0: All right, last two. Mark Andrews, thirty two yards. Kind of seems like it's every other for him.
1: Yeah, pretty much, and, and I don't know how he's still walking because Minka Fitzpatrick could destroyed him on the last play of the game.
0: Yeah, <laughs> and then last is John Smith, 29 yards. You worried?
1: No, he's still young and still going to be an athletic freak of a tight end. Um, I think this is similar to kind of the, the Lockett DK thing theory where it's going to be Corey davis one week aj brown one week johnny smith the next like they've got so much talent now and they have a quarterback that can actually use it and their coordinators using everybody in different ways i wouldn't be super worried um long term
0: cool all right that does it for our flat and top shelf performances and next we will get into the waiver wire All right, now the meat of the show is the waivers. So let's get into it. Um, The first one I put on the list was Dallas Goddard. I know he had a terrible game. I think he only saw one target. He's at 67% ownership, but I would still try and pick him up. He's going to be the only guy. It's just a matter of the targets coming. I think they will.
1: Yeah, I from a dynasty perspective more so he's someone I want to acquire um redraft I'm, I'm trying to acquire him as well but I am trying to acquire him in um in dynasty wherever I can just because um Ertz has looked a little washed um yeah and the rest of their receiving core can't seem to stay healthy um hopefully that changes with Rager and Fulgham has looked pretty good too but um I mean, Deshaun Jackson and Alshon Jeffrey just need to retire so they don't hurt, get hurt anymore. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. From a, a fab standpoint, um, if he's out there, um, I'm spending forty bucks on him, um, which at this point is pr- like, if you have forty bucks and that's all you right. got, I'm spending it on Goddard. Like he's someone that I'd, I want to go grab.
0: Yeah, I know he was a little higher in the ownership, but I thought he was still worth mentioning Definitely. just in case people freak out and are like, oh, no, I wasted that. I'm just going to drop him at this point because it's not worth it. But yeah, no, I would, yeah, I would keep him. He's somebody I would still target.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's his first game off an of injury too. Like, Take right. take his production with the Grant of salt for the, this week. Um, exactly. Even though they were playing a crappy defense. like I'm not worried about him long term.
0: <laughs> no. Um, next up, Jordan Reed. Only 8% owned. He could be back Thursday. And now with um, Kittle missing, I think it's eight weeks. Reed looks like he could be pretty interesting.
1: I think Kittle's basically done for the season. Um, Yeah, I think so too. And yeah, like just with the injuries that they've had, I would be shocked. No, it's
0: time to shut him down.
1: Yeah, if Kittle plays another game. So Reed, Yeah. um, yeah, I would probably spend. I'd probably spend a total of forty dollars on um, San Francisco tight ends. Um, probably twenty-five on Jordan Reed, and then we've got Ross Dwelly on this list too. He's owned zero percent of leagues on sleeper, um, which it's I, probably like zero point something,
0: something. Yeah, I was gonna say I wouldn't even put any on him. I would almost <laughs> let him slide and just put a zero bid on him.
1: The thing, like, I would say yes, but I would want to guarantee that I got him um, in case Reed is still out. So that's what I'm thinking is like 25 to 30 on Reed, 10 to 15 on Dwelly. And I also know that like Dwelly's done pretty okay um, when filling in for Kittle in the past. So if Reed and Kittle are out, um, then yeah, I'd fire up Dwelly in a heartbeat.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. Next is, uh, I think, a, a favorite of uh, Rish is yeah. Donald Mooney.
1: Mooney. Um, I wonder if, he, uh, if he's been called that from, uh, from Harry Potter, if he's a, a Mooney fan. Sorry. Nerd. I don't
0: even know what you're talking about. I've never seen Harry Potter.
1: What?
0: Sorry, I'm not about wizards. Oh, my <laughs> God.
1: Okay, long story short for you Neanderthal. Harry, <laughs> Harry's parents were killed. Spoiler alert if you didn't already know that. Oh, thanks so much. And then one of Harry's dad's best friends was a werewolf. So mm. when they were back in school, there's a group of four of them and the, the the one guy was already a werewolf, so he automatically changed to a werewolf. Then the other three friends in the friend group all learned how to turn themselves into animals to try and help him feel a little more normal. So they all came up with nicknames. And the nickname for the guy that was already a werewolf was Moony. So, there we go.
0: You can nickname me Asleep after that one.
1: Oh, f- buzz off. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh Sorry, I had to. Um, <laughs> so with Wyrmys with, uh, wireless- with Williams being out for two games now, it kind of pushes him, I think, even higher. But
1: I mean, he, more...
0: he's looked good so far, and I think he's going to continue to see more of an expanded role.
1: <laughs> this is the same thing as freaking uh, Hollywood Brown and Slayton. If that man had a quarterback, yes. and if Allen, good God, if Allen Robinson had a quarterback, if those two had a quarterback, I mean, we could be talking about them as as one of the better one-two punches in the league. I think, mm-hmm. um, and that may be a little bold, but I have really liked what I've seen from Mooney and Allen Robinson as quarterback proof. So,
0: um, yes, absolutely.
1: If Mooney,
0: Mooney or Mooney or Miller dynasty,
1: Mooney, not even not even a question in my mind anymore.
0: I think I agree. Uh-huh. Uh, we talked about Ross Dwelly. I'm probably Damian Harris. To is go he back to
1: Mooney real quick? I'm probably oh $20 yeah. twenty five, oh, yeah. twenty to twenty five dollars, um, in Fab if he's out there. Um, just especially if it's like a home league, because like people, I don't know if we're gonna be paying that much attention to him. If it's no. someone who's who is deep into fantasy, then. Ugh, I think thirty is really, really pricey Ooh. for him, um, but I also think he's good enough to to kind of warrant that, and you'll see that, especially if it's dynasty. Um,
0: oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I think his ownership's probably a little bit higher. These are all just based on the redraft side of it, but Got it. yeah, if he if he's there, I, I'd be spending quite a bit. Yeah. Um, Damian Harris, he's fifty percent owned, but is he somebody you're going after? Uh, or is this more based on injury?
1: No, I'm still going after him, I think. Um, I don't know. I mean, he's in his second year. They said they were going to use him more. They've had to use him more. Um, yeah. I mean, and it wasn't hard. He got two carries last year, so three carries would have been using him more. But, aside <laughs> that point, um, I really liked him when he was coming out of Alabama and and actually liked that landing spot for him. Um, so, yeah. I, I've been... Pr- I've been relatively happy with his usage this year, um, so yeah, he's someone that I would I'd go after for sure.
0: Okay, um, how much are you spending on him? Twenty bucks. I like it. Uh, next, we'll package these ones together: Wilkins and Hines. Okay. Wilkins only two percent. Hines thirty-seven. Are you spending anything on either of these guys?
1: Hines, yes. Wilkins, no. Hines, I'm going to go 15 to 20 bucks. Wilkins, if you're desperate, throw a zero bid on him. But he's not someone I want. Yes, he got 20 carries this week. whoop freaking do Eventually, the Colts are going to figure it out and be like, hey, Jonathan Taylor's a monster. Let's give him the frickin' football. Um, so, no. Long-term, I don't think Wilkins is an answer. If you're no. desperate take him but I'm not he's not someone I'm I'm clamoring over to get
0: yeah 100% agree Zach Moss 53% I put him on here just as a kind of look and see if he is available yeah Uh, he I mean they both pretty much had the same yardage and usage he's the one that got the touchdowns though out of the two would you rather have Moss or Singletary Moss.
1: he looked better not by much. Look like better.
0: Yeah. What are you putting on him?
1: Twenty-five, probably. Yeah, mm, Yeah, twenty-five, thirty. I think that's a solid bid. Yeah.
0: Kendrick Bourne, seventeen percent. I like I see somebody the- you're looking at.
1: Um. I own him in a couple places or have owned him in a couple places this year, and I think he's been really under-talked about. I mean, he's a flex yes. play at best, I think, but he's still been a pretty solid flex play. Getting you like eight or nine points a game, no problem. Um, and that's with everybody healthy or everybody hurt. So, yeah, if he's out there, I'm I'm throwing 15 bucks at him and being happy with that.
0: Yeah, I've had to put him in in a couple of dynasty leagues and been happy with the return. And I mean, he's somebody I picked up off waivers for nothing, and yeah. it's been it's been nice to have somebody you can throw in there and at least be somewhat confident about compared yeah. to other people you've got on your bench. But yeah, yeah, sure. I think I'm with you on that yeah. one too. And definitely thing. underutilized or under
1: um, appreciated.
0: Yes, absolutely.
1: Same thing with the next guy on the list, Corey Davis. Um, sorry, one hundred percent still in your Thunder there, but sixty-nine percent owned, which is is high for our list. But yeah, he's a solid flex play week in and week out this year. Um, and I mean, with where you could have got him in the draft, like I would take that. Like Absolutely. so, if if he's available, throw. I'd honestly probably say 15 bucks, like Bourne at Corey Davis.
0: Um, yeah, I was going to say, for a receiver, he'd be probably higher on my list. And I'd be willing to throw a little bit more. To me, I mean, it's it's crazy to say, but league winner for me.
1: Yeah, definitely.
0: If he's available to scoop up now, He, I think he'll be a league
1: winner for you. Yeah, because he adds a lot of depth um, with the way that he's been playing. Like, if you get him and can throw him in on your bye weeks for like um, – like your wide receiver three or uh, even a wide receiver two, like he's producing enough that I'd be cool with that.
0: So. For sure. And then Jalen Rager is next, 45% owned. Looked decent in the limited role he had, but somebody I'd be targeting as well.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Coming off an injury, I think he was on a snap count, if I heard correctly. I can't remember for sure. Um, looked pretty good, though. Um, and he's got a ton of potential, so if he can get healthy and stay healthy, he's definitely someone I'm targeting if he's out there. Um, I If you're in a dynasty league and he's out there for some reason, I'd be shocked, but go get him and spend 30 bucks. Um if it's redraft, I'd probably spend 20 to 25. Um, if he's out there, he's going to be solid um, for the rest of the year, I think, if he can stay healthy.
0: Yeah, I agree. Now, Nick Mullins, 1% owned. I think this is more of just a super flex ad.
1: The 100% Superflex ad, um, if you're – A contender, I would add him. If you're rebuilding, I wouldn't necessarily add him unless you just, like, desperately need a second quarterback. Like, if you had Dak and he got hurt and – Right. Heck, if you had Dak and Jimmy G, definitely go get Nick Mullins. Um, Or if you had Dak and – I can't even think of any – like, if you had Dak and Goff, I'd go get Nick
0: or Or Minshew.
1: Yeah, Minshew's another one, yeah. Um, I'd go get Nick Mullins in a heartbeat and Superflex, um, because he's looked good. I mean, <laughs> I saw someone tweet he's a better quarterback than Jimmy G, and I don't hate that take. <laughs> if we're being honest, I know
0: I know this will, <laughs> this will make uh, Papa Conks a little upset too. Hearing that, but we were talking about it earlier, and I don't know if I'd say he he looks better, but. I, I think he is more of a... He's looked good in flashes, and I think that's kind of what makes him look a little bit better. Yeah. But I, I definitely don't think he's a solution by any means.
1: Oh, no. Not a long-term solution. But um, still solid enough to get the job done, I think. Yeah. So, yeah, I'd probably spend 15 bucks on him.
0: That sounds about right. What are you doing with Gus Edwards? 37% owned... I think Ingram's up in the air for, for his return.
1: Um, oh, that's so tough. The Ravens really like him, and I hate it because I have Dobbins in a couple leagues, and I really like Dobbins. But it doesn't seem like the Ravens want to get rid of Edwards. Um, right. So if you are the way I'd probably wear this is if you're a Dobbins or a Ingram owner, um, then you need to go get Gus Edwards and throw both of them in the flex. Um, so, um, yeah, I don't like him personally, but he's got the fantasy value because he, I mean, he had a 50% 50 split with with Dobbins this week. So, um, in that offense, that's not a bad split to have. So, I'd mm. I'd probably throw 15 to 20 bucks at him.
0: All right. What about, what are you doing with Marvin Hall? For the Lions 4% Got a little action Kenny G might miss some time Marvin Jones I think Has been rumored On the trade block I don't know And Amendola I think went out After taking a pretty big hit So Is he somebody you're just zero bidding on If you're desperate
1: Yeah He doesn't excite me enough to make a bid on him
0: what about his other? What about the other Marvin Jones?
1: Uh, if he's out there, yeah, I'd probably throw ten bucks at Marvin Jones. because um, even if he gets traded, I think he's going to be a decent, decent play elsewhere. I mean, if he goes to somewhere that needs a receiver like Green Bay, or and, and I know he's not going to go to Green Bay because that's in the division, but um, Green Bay. Maybe Houston, um, which Houston doesn't really need them because their receivers have surprisingly stayed healthy. Um,
0: well, that's if they don't get rid of Fuller.
1: Yeah, true. Um, maybe they do a three-team deal: Fuller to Green Bay, Jones to Houston, and I have no idea who and Deshaun Watson to <laughs> Detroit. <laughs> that's how Bill
0: O'Brien works. <laughs> oh, God, for Kenny G, I would be ecstatic for that. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, if he's out there, I'd probably throw a little more on him too. Yeah, oh. no, that's respectable. <sighs> um, Cam Akers, Henderson got a little shaken up in this. Brown's clearly not the answer. 36% owned. Is he somebody you're taking a shot on, or has he just not looked good enough for you to bother?
1: No, I mean, I really don't know. I liked him a little bit coming in, but didn't love the landing spot. If Henderson yeah. is out, though, then yeah, he's someone like. I'd monitor the Henderson situation um, as closely as you can. Um, and if you want to, like, for Dynasty purposes, I'm bidding at least 25 on him because I think Dynasty, he's got a lot of value. Um, Absolutely. Redraft, I'm not as certain. Um, no. But we'll see.
0: And then last on the list, I threw him on there, 0%. Troy Mayne Pope. Is he somebody you're looking at at all? I know he kind of got banged up at the uh, towards the end of this game, but he looked good with the limited <laughs> – I'm gonna well, be honest.
1: I'm gonna be honest with you, Fox. I had no idea who the hell Troy Main Pope was. <laughs> I had no clue. So I went and looked him up, and I was like, "Oh, he had a pretty decent day." Yeah. Um. So.
0: Josh Kelly's not getting it done. I mean, Justin Jackson's the one I'd want in this backfield, but I wanted I to actually, put him on I here think as I a desperation come maybe.
1: Back eventually this year. I hope he does. Um, yes. But yeah, I think I'd throw like a zero to ten dollar bid on Troy Main Pope, um, especially if you like if you own Josh Kelly or Justin Jackson, um, or if you have somebody on buy this week. I think he could yeah. be a decent fill-in, um, at least as a flex. Um, uh, yeah, I'd, but not much more than that, to be completely honest with you. Because like I said, I had no idea who the hell he was before now. <laughs>
0: Well, I'm glad that I could open your eyes. Thank you. To something new. Yep. Uh, (laughs) And with that, that brings us to the end of this week's episode. Um, Next week, don't forget, Eagles, Rams, Bengals, Browns are all on by. And that wraps it up for us. So make sure you follow the show on Twitter at Fantasy Nightcap and follow – sorry – Follow Shane at ffshaneb, and you can follow me at CarbonFox underscore ff. And don't forget to check with our um, with our Twitter for injury updates. And we're going to try something new this week. And me and Shane are going to kind of give a underrated player for your start of the week. And trying something new, so look out for that.
1: Yes, sir. And with that, thank you for listening to the Fantasy Nightcap, where we serve you fantasy advice. Straight, no chaser. Also, don't forget to check out the new section of our website, Astroware. Um, that's right, we have Astro merch. T-shirts and hoodies, they're sweet. I can't wait to go buy one. Um, so, go get your Astroware and help support us and help support our partner, um, Viridian. So, See you guys next week. Cheers.
0: Cheers.